Shane, you ready? Yeah. All right. Hey. <laughs> and welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz. And I'm here with my partners, Jeremy Broen. You can find me on Twitter at Dynasty Madman. Woohoo, Jeremy's back. Uh, hope you're feeling better. Uh, <laughs> yes, sir. Thanks for, thanks for taking care of business last week. I knew you guys would uh, appreciate it. Awesome. And Shane Manila. I'm back. You're back. I, I that's, that's all. I didn't really go anywhere, but I'm back. Yeah. And between you and I, we both have like an entourage of, of kids running around in our houses, you know. Um, Sometimes Jer- awesome, man. Yeah. Jeremy's kids are upstairs, too, but they're not bothering anybody. <laughs> no, they're not bothering the audio, Mike, right? Yeah, they're two floors away. <laughs> Shane, how old are your kids? Uh, 13 and 10. Okay. So when we were getting ready to do this, we can hear the kids talk and Shane asked them to be quiet. And they said that Mike is mad at them. And one of your kids said, who, the really short one? <laughs> is that what yeah. he said? Yeah, he said, the really short guy's house we went over? I said, yeah. Yeah. Because what I told they them remember. is, technically, because you're the same height as them, you could fight them. And, you know, we couldn't legally do anything about it. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know about that. But I just thought that was pretty funny when you said it. So, hey, look, we... Had an idea last year that we did. We did three episodes of it with three different position players, and it went over really well. Everybody had a lot of fun. So we decided we were going to do it again this year in the offseason. So we have no news today, really, but we're going to do the same thing we did last year. I think the best part of it, though, is I asked you, do we have the results from last year's? And Shane, what what was your... (laughs) your face what no no we we can't we we can't find that me and jeremy looked literally all over Here's like we problem. have the original spreadsheets that yeah. like what we based it off of but we don't have the after show <laughs> notes and what we actually did with the players no idea where they're out there in you know on the internet somewhere we just can't find i them. have Roughly on my Google Sheets, there's roughly uh, three thousand separate sheets on there because I'm always just making sheets. I'm copying sheets, using other sheets, and there's just I couldn't find it for the life of me. I'm like, all right, well, why don't I just look up top twelve wide receivers? And that brought up like sixteen different sheets, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, and you got to label these better, bro. Um, so this year, though, I think we're gonna save these results and email them to someone. Or, email them to or, me. Email them to idea. me. I'll hold on to them. <laughs> we will post them to the patron page. Oh, yeah. The spreadsheet, and then it will live there yeah. in memoriam. That's a good in idea. Memoriam, yeah. yeah, so what we're talking about, because actually we just talked about not having it, but we didn't actually tell everybody what it was that we're right. doing. But we last doing, year right? we pulled up uh, the DLF. Um, well, wait, actually, Shane, it was because you just started working for them at the time, right? So you were able to pull up the, the rankings, yes. and we decided That's- to go. Has it been a year? No, Has no, it been a year? It's been well over. It's been over a year. Yeah. I think we just did it because it was something that was fun and it was a little different. And that's yeah. what we are. We're a little bit fun and a little bit different. Uh, yeah. I think a lot of it. I think a lot, actually. Not a little. Yeah. What'd you say? That's what my therapist tells me. I just, I remember we were laughing about some of the ADP too. Like, and 
on a couple of shows before we did this, like we were flabbergasted by some of the things that we were surprised by. I don't know. It was a good thing. Shane, I mean, Shane created this. It was, yeah. I think it's a great idea. We had a lot of fun with it and I'm, I'm sure we will again today. Yeah. Wide this year we're back again. What wide receivers will be in the top 12 that are in the top 12 today will be in the top 12 at this time in 2023. So this is the last day of June. So tomorrow's July 1st. So we're right. talking about, at this time in July 1st next year, which one of these guys will be in the top 10? Before we do that, though. 12, one, 12 top, even. Oh, we're doing top 12. Okay. Before we do that, though, tell everybody about Canton to, Campus to Canton. Since we don't have news, we still need to tell everybody about them. Oh, I, I don't have them up. But Campus Canton's great. And you know what? They're great. Uh, part of the reason they're great is because it's all about Campus to Canton. Uh, Debbie players, <laughs> college football. Um, I got my C to C league. I can't wait till that's probably going to kick off in like a month and a half, I guess, whenever college football starts. I don't know. I'm not great with that, but I'll pay attention this year. Um, I use them to, uh, to, to win the CDC draft. Um, and then I just use my own knowledge to beat everyone in the, uh, the NFL portion of the draft. Um, but yeah, check CDC out. Great rankings, great ADP, great tools, great writers, uh, Great podcast, too, if you want to check them out. Uh, Campus Canton, you sign up using uh, promo code HQ, and you save at least 10%. I, it might be more, but don't quote me on that because I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> That's so great that we advertise for something and then we say, well, we're not sure. Um, I what Well, what's great is I listen. So I listen to CDC, <laughs> and every week they mention that they partner with us and uh, our bros at um, uh, Rookie Fever. Um, at least I hope it's rookie fever. Um, because if it's not, they're gonna free blood. <laughs> I hope that's way. the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's so many. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm fever. pretty sure it is. And I keep yes. hoping that they're gonna say like how much you save if you use one of our promo codes, but they don't. So I'm like, all right, I think it's ten <laughs> nice. percent. Yeah, don't we right. have it written down somewhere? I, I don't know. I just think it's so funny. You will uh, save, though. That's the point. You're going to save. Well, I will tell you this. I do remember. One thing I do remember about doing this last year, we had fun, yes, yeah. all that kind of stuff. But, Jeremy, yeah. I remember that you used your announcer voice to tell Whatever. us what the 12 – No, I remember that clearly. Right. To tell us That's what funny. the top 12 is. So what is the top 12 as of today? And then we'll go from there about what we think is going to be next year. <clears throat> okay, so, well, first of all, off the top, you can guess who number one probably is an ADP for wide receivers of the wide receiver ones. Heading off the list is none other than Jamar Chase, Cincinnati Bengals. Right behind him, probably also not a surprise, these are the top two guys, Justin Jefferson from Minnesota. Actually, Shane and I were talking about those two, and I don't know how long we're going to talk about those two because there's really not a lot to say. Um, they're definitely holding down uh, those top two positions. At three is CeeDee Lamb from the Dallas Cowboys. At four is uh, old man Cooper Cup from the Rams. At number four, number five, Devontae Adams, Vegas Raider now. A.J. Brown from the Eagles, Shane's favorite team. Debo Samuel right behind him at number seven from, well, we think the Niners. I, I believe he's back there, right, Shane? Right, yes. guys? Um, Waddle, Jalen Waddle from the Miami Dolphins. Hopefully gets things turned around and earns that spot. Um, T. Higgins, another Cincinnati Bengal. Interesting, two of them. He's at, um, what is that, number nine, Stephon Diggs. Buffalo Bill, um, obviously, man, every year we talk about that guy, number 10. Number 11, DK Metcalf, beast among wide receivers from the Seahawks with a new quarterback, and Tyreek Hill with a new team 
for the Miami Dolphins rounding it out. That's our top 12 right now. ADP, DLF, Superflex. Awesome. I am trying to remember the last time that I saw a top 12 list of wide receivers and there was two Miami Dolphins in the top 12. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know. You know, the good thing about that is there's a, there's a very good chance that this is the last time you'll ever see it. <laughs> Well then, I, I mean, will, Tua. I will take a screen capture of this because it is, it is very rare. I also love the fact that Jeremy, you held it down. You were saying the list while the spreadsheet was jumping all over the place. I don't know what was going on. I saw on, that. Yeah, I was like, whoa. I- <laughs> Shane is editing the spreadsheet while you're talking. It is bouncing around a lot. Yeah, the the, the, the cells are changing sizes, all kinds of stuff. What you said about the dolphins, though, is is completely interesting in in this way. Because Tua Tagovailoa is not like a top 12 quarterback, right? I mean, he's not being drafted. People don't have a lot of faith in him still. I mean, not to say anything about him, us right now, but the the consensus on him hasn't been great. But yet his two wide receivers, his two best wide receivers, are both right here in the top 12 of ADP. And, and Waddle's what, at number 10 there? I mean, that's... Uh, I'm sorry, at number eight? Number eight, yeah. Well, it is interesting. So, I mean, I remember also last year we jumped around a lot. And maybe we should jump around to what we're talking about right now. You know, you just said Uh, that about Tua. But, Shane, you made a joke saying that it's very likely we won't see either one of them next year in the top 12. Even with a better quarterback. (laughs) So here's here's what I I just – so I I remembered what we started doing last year. And I started doing the same exact thing when we started the show last year. I was like, well, who – who was in? How many people repeat it from 2020 to 2021? Uh-huh. So I just looked real quick. So from 2021 uh, to 2022, there are eight wide receivers that are in the top 12 that were in the top 12 last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so eight of these 12 were in the top 12 at this time last year, and they're still yes. here. So that means there's four new players. Yeah. Who are the four and new the newbies? Ones? Are uh, Cooper Cup, uh, Debo Samuel. Uh, Jalen Waddell and T Higgins. Ah, so Jamar Chase, even as a rookie who hadn't played yet, we all had him in the top 12 in July and Mm -hmm. at the end of the year. Hmm, Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, what we got Keenan Allen dropped out, Chris Godwin dropped out, Calvin Ridley dropped out, he's probably gambling somewhere, and Hopkins, Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins, Calvin Ridley. Yeah, that's an interesting one, too. Let's let's just knock out the couple easy ones, right? So, unless of catastrophe, uh, <laughs> Jamar Chase, right, <laughs> I, I, is going to be a top twelve wide receiver next year, right? Yeah, I think we could all that. three agree on that. Yes. Something bad would have to happen, right? It, There's it no would way. have to be like uh, the earth would have to open up, like a hell mouth would have to open up in Cincinnati, Ohio, <laughs> or wherever they actually play, and swallow. Jamar Chase. Don't you then, put that evil on me, Shane Manila. No, then but all I'm thinking about now is 12. Buffy and Spike and everything when he sees a Hellmouth, you know? <laughs> I gotcha, yeah. Oh, so even if a Hellmouth opened, he would be number 12? Is that what you just said? I, I think he, I think so. I think, I think he'd so, still yeah. be in, I think he'd still be in the top I mean, he's 12. safe. He's got like 11 spots he could fall and still be a wide receiver one. <laughs> all right, oh and my God. I think we're going to go with the same thing with Justin Jefferson. Right. Uh, I think so, Mike. I mean, I, I'm not going to debate that. Those two guys, I, you know, they stand above everyone right now. They've proven it. I agree. Jefferson yeah, no. over and over. Absolutely. Yeah, so, uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, you know, over Justin Jefferson's first two seasons, he's finished as the wide receiver nine and then the wide receiver four. So, again, it would take something catastrophic for him not to repeat 
Hmm. So that's the thing then. Let me ask you this. Of the four that didn't repeat, did something catastrophic happen? I mean, Calvin really got well, in trouble. <laughs> well, yeah. DeAndre I mean, Hopkins got old. Yeah. Calvin Ridley uh, stepped away from the game and then got suspended. DeAndre Hopkins got old and then suspended. Uh, Chris Godwin suffered an Achilles tear, right? Or excuse me, an ACL tear late in the season. And Keenan Allen is old as Moses. So... Yeah, Allen's still, he's been consistently good, but yeah, he's the oldest one of that group that we're looking at. And I do think it's interesting. Wait, one second. I just want to finish with that. Of those four that have dropped out of the top 10, who's the closest one? I could see it right now on the list to the top 12, not top 10. But which one is the closest one? Godwin? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. So he's one, two, three, four. He's five out of the top 12. So he didn't yes. drop that much. The other guys, I don't even see their names anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Keenan Allen's only a couple spots behind Godwin. Is he? Because of his age. Oh, yeah, there he is. is. Yeah, I mean, two spots. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's 30 years old. There's nothing that could happen that could move him into the top 12. Okay. Probably not, right? I mean, because the age is just hovering over his head now, right. that cliff. That, yeah, he's never going to rise above where I'll he's tell you what. Range. Well, since we're talking about old people, yeah, why don't we go to look at a couple of the old people? <laughs> so this guy was not a top twelve wide receiver at this time last year, um, but he is this year, coming off a almost record breaking season. Everybody's favorite gritty uh, gym rat, Cooper Cup. <laughs> He's everybody's favorite Jim Rap. Yeah, so he was, guess. he was number He's, one, even though we all love Jamar Chase and everything like that. But wasn't Cooper Cup number one over everybody? Scoring, yes. And scoring, yeah. Yeah. But he's 29. I mean, you're, you know, he's, Ke- he's Keenan Allen, right? In age, he's Devontae Adams in age. Yeah. So, I mean, he's and look, Cooper Cup, too. Co- Cooper Cup had a fantastic year. Um, I don't want to take anything away from him. Um, but prior to this, I mean, he's kind of been a wide receiver, too. Um, you know, looking at his career finishes, wide receiver 28, wide receiver 15, wide receiver 7, wide receiver 30, and then wide receiver 1. So He's yeah. right on the cusp. I mean, he, he was always a value. He, he was a wide receiver, too, in scoring. You could almost mm-hmm. count on that. But he wasn't the leading wide receiver in the league in three different categories, and now he's being drafted as the – I mean, it's kind of in hindsight, the fourth overall wide receiver. I don't have a problem someone taking him 12, 13 on this list or something, but him being taken at four is odd to me. Yeah, I I would take him. I will say right now he will not be in the top 12 next year because he will be 30 years old, and there's absolutely no way he repeats what he did last year. Um, So he's going to be outside the top 12 for me next year. Michael? You know what? I, I even after last week when we had the discussion about old players and everything, and I don't agree sometimes with that kind of stuff. I might agree with you in this situation and not because of his age, but because of the thing you said right before it, where he's always been a wide receiver, too. You know, it, it's it was an amazing season and maybe it was like all the stars aligned and everything was perfect for him. And it was so great. But it's so hard to repeat what he just did that. I'm going to say no with both of you guys, but like I said, I don't think it's because of the age. I just think because of the history of what he has always done. Yeah, he might he might make it. That maybe he's just barely a wide receiver one this year. Maybe he does pretty well, and he's, he's still there, but I, I don't see him doing it next year. I would not draft him next year in the top. All right, Mr. 12. Cup, you are out. Um, get the hell out of the top 12. Uh, and it was unanimous. <laughs> and I do want to say something to the listeners. 
we are not sitting here saying that these players suck or that you shouldn't have them on your rosters or that you don't want to. All we are doing with this little exercise is deciding in this group of 12 guys who we think won't be in this group of 12 guys again next year. Just like last year, there was four out of the 12 that left. So we're just trying to say who we think is going to leave. We're not saying that these are bad players. And in Dynasty, I think it's an important thing to have. You know, I'm in a startup now, and one of the dilemmas I'm having is with older players and thinking about, well, you know, how much longer is this player going to maintain? And will he still – I'm where I'm drafting him, if, if he can still finish as wide receiver too, it's a bargain. But if not, you know, I could draft a younger player and then have more years. So it's one of those things where if you're in a Dynasty startup right now and this is the ADP, do you really want to take Cooper Cup over Jalen Waddell or any of the younger players? Um I'm not going to. I mean, it doesn't make sense. And I know I missed the show last week, but that's one of the things that I've been doing in the offseason and during rookie drafts is moving some of the older players for, you know, riskier but younger players, guys that I think this might be their last year to be good players. And I think that's what you do with Cooper Cup. You look down this list and you don't, you know, I'd rather have T. Higgins, you know. Um, so I, I think I think it's important to do this exercise. And I, I like that Shane Man, I, this is like the, one of the best things you've ever done, dude. I know, I know. I'm not saying a lot. <laughs> I mean, All right, well, that and, and trade alerts. So trade alerts still Let's, is one of the greatest yeah, things. Yeah, he's trade done alerts. a lot. I'm joking. I don't get enough credit for trade alerts. I see people using it all the time, and I'm like, that's mine, bitch. Um, anywho, so let's go to another pop pop on this list. Uh, uh, the next oldest gentleman, Devante Adams. I, I'm going to vote no. Because one, he he's downgrading from Aaron Rodgers to um, Derek Carr, which isn't even close, right? <laughs> Shane's so used to you leading things that he won't even let us go first and then give us his opinion after. It's and, pretty funny. Right? And he's yelling at his kids at the exact same time. Like right now, it's muted, so he's answering. so this is the time we're like, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and cut you off right there. <laughs> what you should do. No, it's all good. I'm I'm happy with him no, leading right fun. now with this kind of fun thing. But I do love that he's trying to do it and yell at them and mute and do everything all at the same he's time. He's like Dan Rather on the <laughs> battlefield. He doesn't even miss a beat. He's right back in. All right. So Devontae Adams is who you're talking about. Finish your thought, though, before you started yelling. <laughs> my, my thought was just that, you know, look, he's 29 years old. Right. He's got a downgrade at quarterback, right? Yep. Um, I He's on a... Uh, there's more target competition uh, and not that he's not going to be the alpha there, but he is going to have to deal with Darren Waller and he is going to have to deal with uh, Hunter Renfro who are going to definitely see some targets. So there's no way I see Devontae Adams having a monster season, which is what he would need. He'd need a Cooper cup like season to stay in the top 12. And he's 30 in December and it's not getting any better for him. So Jeremy, so he's muted again. So you agree with him then? Is that what you're saying? He agrees with me. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. No. Same. Same thing, though. Um, I got to give that a no because, and and really, it's it's what Shane said for sure. A downgraded quarterback. Maybe things go perfectly well, and he finishes as a wide receiver one. But I'm not expecting him to continue doing that after he turns thirty. I'm not expecting him to do it anyway with Derek Carr and the Raiders. We'll see. New coach. Things are different. Maybe he he's a top twelve wide receiver. I just don't see that continuing. I mean, come on. He was Rogers' BFF on the football field. I mean, that guy was always looking for Adams. So I, I definitely think you should downgrade him and and look to in a dynasty league. Look to younger players at this point. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to agree with both of you as well. Another unanimous thing. And again, I'm not doing it because of the age. I'm doing it because of the change, you know? And yep, and yep. I know we've talked about it in the past that 
people had this amazing career in one team and then they go to another team and a lot of times it doesn't duplicate itself, you know, whether it's the quarterback, whether yep. it's the situation, whether it's the coach, who knows what it is. You know, somebody like Stefan Diggs, that was like an anomaly where it, it got so much better with what he's done with Buffalo. But I don't know. It just seems to me that in this situation, I've always liked Derek Carr, but Derek Carr has been one of those kind of quarterbacks that's always on the bubble. Every year they're always like, oh, they're going to move on from Derek Carr. Oh, we don't like Derek Carr. Oh, he's never drafted in the top 12. So where you made those comments about Tua not being in the top 12, Carr's not usually in the top 12 either. So I think I'll agree with with you guys and and say that he's not going to be in the top 12. Again, I don't think that means he's bad, and maybe he'll duplicate his career and be great in uh, in Oakland, and that'd be amazing. No, oh, not Oakland, in Vegas, and that would be amazing. But I think you're right. I think he won't be in the top twelve either. Yeah, if he plays in Oakland, he's definitely not going to be in the top twelve because he's going to be in the wrong place all year. Maybe, maybe I keep saying not the old thing because I'm old. <laughs> I keep forgetting I get this it. stuff. You're not old. <laughs> So I want to, I, I want to, uh, again, yeah, jumping around is fun, right? So yeah. I thought this one's a fun one. Um, we can go a little, a little battle. Um, Tyreek, uh-huh. let's just hit the Dolphins. Tyreek Hill. <laughs> I like First it. of all, do you think, yeah, do you think he's going to do it this year, you guys? I mean, do you think he's going to repeat last year, any year that he's been, because he's been a wide receiver one a, a bit, this year with Tua in Miami and with, with what's going on, he's so good. He's he's going to do that again. Uh, you want my opinion yeah, <laughs> first? Absolutely. Okay, you're the resident uh, Dolphin uh, fan. Yeah, well, <clears throat> a default Dolphins fan. I mean, I've lived here my entire life, and I've always liked the Dolphins, but. Obviously, I've yep. said it a million times since Mike Evans was drafted with the Bucks. I've watched every single Bucks game and not every single Dolphins game. But I will say this: I was never a fan of Tyreek, mostly because of the off-field bullshit. And um, I've been told by plenty of people that, well, it's not necessarily what happened. Whatever. I just have never been a fan of his. So I can't really sit back, even as a Dolphins fan, and say I'm so happy that Tyreek kills here and blah blah blah. If he does well, I think that would be great. But going back to what I just said about Devontae Adams, you have these top guys that did so great on other teams, and now they're on a different team. And if you look at Twitter and you do a poll and ask anybody, everybody says that Tua, there's all those memes that Tua throws a ball and it lands on his feet. You know, Nobody believes that it can happen. And it would be amazing (laughs) if it does happen because it would prove everybody wrong. But to be able to prove everybody wrong, the odds are really against that, you know? I do think it's interesting that he was so great and everything with Patrick Mahomes. And even on this list, Waddle gets drafted five, six positions above him. So if Waddle is going to be so much better than him, how is he going to be as good as he's been in the past? Well, because Waddle is five years younger. I'm not talking about the age. I'm talking about production. I am, That's I, what I'm I, saying. I, yeah, but it's dynasty, so you, you know the age definitely factors in. It's not just production, right? But I'm um, just saying the the production can't possibly be there for both of them. I just don't think it. Oh can. no 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 no. Yeah, that, that, and I think a lot of I don't think anyone, not many people, should are, are buying into both these guys putting up uh, career years or even you know what Waddle did last year and then what Hill typically has done with Mahomes. 
it would be amazing if it happens. And then everybody will sit back and go, oh, I was the one that said it could happen. You know, it'd be cool to see who are the people that say that. But yeah, uh, I, I do not believe that it'll happen. I want it to happen. I think it would be amazing for down here and everybody would be really happy. I just can't see it. And I yeah. think that with Tua as the quarterback, it's tough to buy into him supporting two wide receivers in the top 12, two wide receiver ones in fantasy scoring. It could happen, but I think it's more likely to buy into that with Joe Burrow and what the Cincinnati Bengals offense has done and can do the way they play. Chase and Higgins, it's, it's you know, I can buy into Higgins also being a wide receiver one. I think that's possible that he is right there on, on the um, – Bubble, but I think Tyreek Hill's being drafted be, at that point, not because he's a Dolphin and not because he's playing for Tua, because it's Tyreek Hill. Right. He was so good for the Chiefs, and and, and I think it's I, I think he probably belongs, um, you know, a little lower on this list with some of the other players behind him that are that are maybe in better position. Can he do it? Yeah, because honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he outscores Waddle in uh, this year in, in Miami. I don't think long term I'd rather have him or anything like that. I, I think Waddle's great, but. It's possible he outscores his teammate, but it's it's tough to believe both of them could be wide receiver ones in the, you know this year with Tua as their quarterback. I can't see that. Uh, everything you guys just said, yeah, Hill, you're gone. Um, <laughs> see you, bro. But wait, before you move on, Shane, because if you're not going to add anything to that part, I do want to ask one thing, Jeremy. What you just said about him getting more production than Waddle. I would think with what we gave up and what we did to bring him here, they mm-hmm. probably are going to game plan in such a way that he would get more production than water. You would think because you, him open. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're expecting that to happen. But Shane, if you're going to go on to the rest of the group, the one thing about picking Tyreek right now is he was the border. He was that number 12 guy. Mm-hmm. And what I wanted to know is which one of those guys, 13, 14, 15, might be the one that overtakes him. But I don't want to ask that yet until we go to the rest of the 12. So yeah. let's jump up higher. To, yeah, yeah, I want to, but let's jump up a little higher, do some of those, and then we'll jump back here to the Tyreek part when we decide who's going to bump him down. Well, Tyreek's out. Uh, Waddle. Um, I'm going to put Waddle in because of his age, um, a lot, not just his age. I I think that it's going to be interesting to see what he can do without the primary coverage on him. Um, it's going to be interesting. Obviously there's going to be a target crunch, but even if those targets are consolidated between him and Hill and Gusecki gets whatever he gets, Hmm. still think Waddle can have a, a productive enough season that we keep him in the top 10 or excuse me, top 12, because you screwed me up. Top 12. <laughs> Sorry. Especially <laughs> since his really his biggest competition in Dynasty right now or his biggest attraction is that Tyreek Hills is on, is on his team. And I think after we see it for a year and he produces that we're going to go, okay, Tyreek Hills only going to be there for how many more years, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, because no one will look at the contract to try to figure it out. They'll just say, well, he can't be there that much longer either way. Um, so I'm going to put Waddle in. I think he's going to have a, the requisite production, and the age is still there. And frankly, he's a fun player that people like. Jeremy. I agree with what Shane said, and I can understand why he'd want to um, say yes. I, I like him, and I'm drafting him highly too. I, I still think that it's on this list we're saying no to Hill. 
but I still, in my heart of hearts, think that he has a greater chance to finish this year as a wide receiver one over Waddle. But, you know, we're a dynasty show. We're not just living for redraft this year. But And, and I know we're not going there yet on the guys down the list, but I don't, I don't have to go too far to look for a player or to see a player that I would rather have than Waddle in, um, in the short term, who's also a young player. Um, a, a different makeup of player. And so I'm just going to say it, Michael Pittman, I'd rather have hmm. him than Waddle. I, I personally would rather have him than Waddle. So it's tough to say. I don't have a problem with Shane saying that he, will he be top 12 in 2023 drafted as a wide receiver one? I can't argue with that. I think he still will be as, unless he has a terrible season this year, but I don't, I, I have other players on the list below him on the top 12 up that I would put above him. And then, outside of it so i mean, it's tough i think he finishes as a cusp on the fringe wide receiver one so i know that's a long you know winded all over the place answer but i just don't have faith in him like i do some of the players who aren't on the list right now right and let me say something because you emphasize the word drafted that's actually what we're talking about yeah. we're not talking about who's going to be one two three four five based on their points and scoring and everything we're talking about that at this time next summer after our rookie drafts and people are doing startup right. drafts who's going to be drafted in that top 12 and for what both of you guys just said the age and the Shane said the funness of having him and, and all this kind of stuff, unless something catastrophic happens and, right. and Tua is just so bad and, and, and the production drops way off for both of those guys. I think you're right. I think at this time next year, people will still be drafting to uh, um, drafting uh, Waddle in the top 12. I don't know whether he'll have top 12 numbers. There might still be 12 players at the end mm -hmm. of the season that did better than he did. But mm -hmm. in drafting in July of next year, I think he'll still be in the top 12. Yeah, and great yeah. points. Listen, I, I like Miami because of the coach who's there at what he what I think he's going to do for the Dolphins players and, and even Tua. I'm not as down on Tua as a lot of people are. I still think there's there's hope for that guy, especially with what's going on in Miami coaching staff now. What the, I expect them to do with that offense. I think it's going to be great. Look at Debo Samuel and what how how well he did in San Francisco last year. I think you can expect that from maybe both Waddle and Hill to to to, so to awesome. increase being schemed open. I'm excited for that offense now. Um, I hope good you know i hope good things happen in it um so yeah i waddle's only 23 years old so i don't have a problem with him being a, a yes for adp i think he yeah cool yeah it's a good talk so did shane answer shane yeah shane yeah, he said, answered because yeah, i know he yes. loves waddle yeah yeah he said yes and then that's yeah, why i, I responded to both of you guys so all right awesome uh we've jumped all over the place how many of the top 12 do we have left well, the, yeah, there's there's only a few left. I think we can. So I think there's an easy one we can knock out, right? CD Lamb. <laughs> I, I don't think yeah. there's any way that CD Lamb falls out of the top twelve. I think he still gets drafted there, just to make it quick. I think he's one of the best players. Last year was a little bit of a, I think, an anomaly, but I I think talent wise, absolutely, he belongs on this list somewhere. Even if he's number twelve, I don't see him falling all the way out of that. Yeah. Okay. Um, Michael. Yeah, no, I'll agree with you. He is, again, one of those kind of players that I know that he did well, but I never remember 
that he did I never, so well. I don't own him in yeah, more than like two I, places. I don't own two. him in any. Yeah. So when I look at this list and I see him at number three, I'm always like, oh, crap. That's right. C.D. Lamb was pretty good, you know? He's like, a I, I, I forget because really I don't have him. I just him. don't own him. Yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah. I wish I owned more of him. <laughs> I, it's just the way it shook out and stuff like that. But it is the way things rolled. But um, he's he's a hell of a player and a good dude. Yeah, and 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 even though we don't have the 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 information from last year, I remember saying the same thing last year. <laughs> really? <laughs> Be- only because Shane told us the four that aren't in the top twelve, which means he was last year, and I don't yeah. remember that. He so, was last year. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. I always forget that he's so high, you know. But uh, no, so I guess all three of us agree with that. Uh, it looks like there's yeah. one, two, three, four, five left. So yeah, and I, I think I got another not that controversial one. I'm gonna go with uh, T Higgins. I think T Higgins will, will remain in the top twelve again. Uh, he had a really good rookie season. He had an excellent second season. Yeah, he's tied to a, a quarterback who. Um, though I think is overvalued, definitely has room for more pass attempts. Um, yeah. So when you look at that, here, excuse me, when you look at the, the the numbers that Jamar Chase and T. Higgins put up last year, it's easy to say, well, there's no way they can duplicate that. Until you look at the pass attempts per game, they were fairly low until the later half of the season. I mean, they made it to the Super Bowl and could have yeah. won it, right? I mean, yeah. they, they could have, maybe should have, some people think, but it, it I digress. Here's the thing. <laughs> they had a pretty average to, you know, it was better than the year before. Offensive line, they they much improved upon that, at least on paper. Uh, that's that's going to be huge. But, yeah, they moved the ball so well. I just... um. And I love T. Higgins. It's too bad it's like Chase Higgins, Chase Higgins. It would be great if they were wide receiver ones on their own teams because there are a lot of teams that could use a Higgins. But, um, yeah, man, I, I can't argue with that. I thought for sure you were going to say you thought he would drop out. I'm, I'm actually surprised you didn't. No, I think so. You know, look, the one thing that we do as a dynasty community, right, is if you hit early, we're generally going to stick with you for a little bit. Like <laughs> yes. even Juju. Yeah. After, you know, he hit in, what was it, 2018, 2019, whatever. Year, he, yeah. he still had a couple years before it was like, all right, we're, we're done with this guy. So even if Higgins were to come out, and I think, I don't think he would face plant, but say he doesn't have a great year next year, I still think right. he, he's built up enough insulation where we would go, all right, he, he's still in my top 12. Top 12, yeah. <laughs> That's an amazing answer because that is really true. But I think you're right. I think T. Higgins, especially based on what Jeremy said in the beginning when we were talking about the Dolphins. Jeremy, you mentioned that you believe that team is capable of supporting two top 12 wide receivers. And and I believe it too. I mean, I don't know, and we won't know till next week where somebody like Joe Mixon is or where Joe Mixon's going to be. But I think I agree with both of you guys that I think both of the wide receivers will still be in the top 12 next year. I like it. Amen. I like it. We're bold. <laughs> bold. All right, so let's get into one that, that's probably a little more controversial. Uh-huh. Uh, younger guy still. Uh-huh. But a lot of folks are, are predicting doom and gloom for him because of his quarterback situation. Uh, specifically the fact that he has uh, Geno Smith <laughs> or Drew Locke throwing to him. So far. And he Allegedly. is yeah, very polarizing in the community right now. Um, he had a down year last year. Um, so how about DK Metcalf? Out. Nope. Like Sorry. He didn't, he didn't even have to 
think twice. He's out. I want to say two yeah. things about it. First of all, the fact that you say, because pretty much people are saying that it's Geno Smith, except like Jeremy just said, allegedly, you know, we still may see <laughs> Baker show up over there or whatever. But if you're going to go in the season with Geno Smith, which how long has Geno Smith been in the league, by the way? Uh, since 1937. <laughs> That's what it seems like. Uh, but Finally I will, starting after all this time. <laughs> I will say this. One of the main reasons I said it, not only the Geno Smith thing, is the fact that he is right there, right above Tyreek Hill. He's number 11 already. So he's number 11 already. Like you said, he had a down year. And he's going into a year where, regardless of who the quarterback is, we're in July and they don't even know for sure who the quarterback is. So there's so much going on and so many strikes against him that I would believe that it's it's likely that he won't be in the top 12 again next year. At least draftable, that's what I think. Jeremy? I yeah, what did Shane say? Well, he didn't. Shane Why do you want why do you want, you want Shane's? I don't know what he thinks if he agrees with you. I love DK Metcalf, um but <laughs> but he already had his down season last year, right? His right. wide receiver 20 season. He's going to, if he has another bad season, even if, you know, the quarter, it's, we could say it's the quarterback play, it starts to get in people's heads. Uh-huh. So if he has a, say he goes out there and he drops a wide receiver 30 season on us. <laughs> all, all of a sudden, he's not 23 anymore, he's 25. All of a sudden, it's not, well, you know, remember that time he was the wide receiver 10? because that'll seem like years ago, decades ago. And and quite (laughs) frankly, it'll almost be another decade because it'll be in 2020. It won't be moving to 2023 at that point. So I'm going to say I love him, but he's gone. And I'm torn. What you guys have said, and and when I saw him on this list and I saw him at number 11, I was already thinking it. It looks really bleak, you know, this coming year. Um, So I think it depends on what happens at quarterback. I can't believe that long-term, the Seahawks are going to go with um, Geno Smith. <laughs> and and I'm sorry, I can't. I would honestly be happy if they went with Drew Locke because I Metcalf's that guy, like, uh, you know, if you got a, a quarterback that can sling the ball and Metcalf can definitely, we know, has the wheels to get open, get off the line, get open, create space all the time. Um, you know, I, I don't, I think that, it depends on a lot of things. I'm going to go ahead. It's two against one anyway. We have to put no in the voting. But I'm going to say with a caveat that I think Metcalf <laughs> could be drafted still in the top 12. We already have four. We already have three guys coming out, possibly another one, depending on how conversation goes. Uh, and he, he could still be in the mix. Um, so I, yeah, I'm not the biggest Metcalf fan, but knowing what he is, and even Seattle not passing the ball like we'd expect, and some things weird things happened last year. I'd be surprised if he isn't like the twelfth wide receiver off the board, even if it's a kind of an average or mediocre year this year. But I agree that you, based on a lot of things and what our process has been here, you probably need to say no. And I look at so many great wide receivers right behind Metcalf yeah. and Hill on this list uh-huh. that could easily hop in. I don't have a problem with saying no and thinking he's wide receiver. 
13, right? Um, and and maybe he gets drafted at 13 or 14 next year. So, I, I mean, I have hopes for him making it, but I agree with you guys putting him as a no. It's kind of a cheat code, actually. I realize when you say that, that you're looking at the 13, 14, 15 guy. So you're seeing some guys that you already know should be in top 12. So it's Already kinda, this yeah, year, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of <laughs> cheating a little bit, you know. But, but I think I, I agree. I think we all agreed on that one. So... There are one, two, three players left. So are there any controversial ones, Shane? Well, I mean, this this guy's probably a little controversial, right? Um, I think actually all three of these guys are actually controversial um, in the community. Uh, but I'll go with the least controversial one right off the bat would be Stefan Diggs. Woo-hoo! Year after year. Year <laughs> after year, he does it no matter where he's at and he got better. Hey, listen, Mike, you mentioned it earlier. Usually players, or in the past, players would go from Buffalo, a la Marshawn Lynch and Robert Woods. Players would go somewhere else and become stars. You know, oh, you got to worry about guys leaving teams. But when they left Buffalo, everybody was happy. Yeah, like the players were happy in fantasy football. We were dancing because they became better players. Diggs goes from his digs in Minnesota to Buffalo and actually becomes even better for <laughs> fantasy football, which is uncanny. We already had him on like eight eight of our let's just say we had him on eighty percent of our teams, right, Mike? Right. And, and where where the twenty percent was was me and you in the same leagues, probably. <laughs> I mean, had him everywhere. He was a bargain in the in rookie drafts. We didn't have to trade him away, but he's going on twenty nine years old. He's twenty eight. He's you know, he's in that high, high powered offense. Do you think he's got a couple more years? I mean, I, I kind of do. I think he's got at least a, a year or two still of, of top shelf scoring before he falls out of this list. I don't know. Uh, I think so too, but what, go ahead, Shane. What's your answer? And then I'll well, jump well, on it. I already know that I lost, so I'm yes. voting him out. Um, <laughs> but you, but, but, so you're saying no. Jeremy's saying yes. Uh, do you want to say why other than old? Do you want to say why other than old? Yeah, other than old. Diggs will be 29 next year, right? So it is just age. No, you know no, no, it is because he's like age. one of the not, best core, uh, wide receivers not, for one of the best. Not just age. I mean, he, he had a he had a fairly significant scoring decrease um, yeah. from his first season in Buffalo to his second. Um, James Cook is there, and I don't. I, not, I'm not going to say James Cook is going to steal all of his targets, but I mean the, the best I think running the back offense, is still there too. Their quarterback. Yeah, James Cook. <laughs> I think the offense is co- going to be a little more varied. Um, I, I definitely don't think that uh, Gabe Davis has anything to do with this. I do want to just put that out there. Just Gabe Davis sucks. Because um, that, that Twitter dilemma just gets me all warm and fuzzy. I could care less. Yeah. I think it's funny, though. I think Steph Diggs is a very good wide receiver. I don't think he's elite. And I think very good wide Ooh. receivers as they age, we, we tend to oh. not draft as high. You're being sacrilegious now, what you just said. Like, age I get, but what you, you just lost me. I can't trust anything you say after that. He's <laughs> very you don't, good. You don't think he's elite? Oh, my no, God. I think he's very Mike, good. I'm going to let Mike speak. I'm going <laughs> to stop right here. You know, we, we, we've we talked about it on this show a million times. I love Mike Evans, and I like I love Stefan Diggs. I have both of their rookie stuff here on my wall and, and their, their badges. And, and I, I've never got to meet either one of them, but I've always wanted to. And I will always stand there and I will always pick Stefan Diggs when I get the opportunity, just like Mike Evans. The thing is though, for this exercise, 
whether I believe the dynasty community will still pick him in the top 12 next year. Yeah, that's the, that's the exercise. Will they pick him? Right. The I personally would 100% still pick him. But the fact how Shane says this thing about age and the fact that he's got down to the number 10 out of these 13 people and all the people that Jeremy you keep saying are so well, good past number 12 yeah I just said 10 right? yeah. well I said 10 because <laughs> Stefan Diggs is 10 you said but, 13 but, which oh, is cracking okay. me up but he's he's number 10 I oh, I want to believe he's still going to be there next year in the top 12 <laughs> look at Shane's face yeah. he's smiling <laughs> he wants me to vote for him but I, 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 I'm not going to do it I'm going to say yes he's going to be in the top 12 still I, I, I just yeah, I, really think he's going <laughs> to. I had it on the sheet. First, I had him as a yes. Then I had him as a no. Then I wasn't sure what you were going to do. So I honestly, it it's not yes. just the age. Shane's not the only person that, that looks at age. I mean, of we course all not. do no, that. No, no, I know. I, he's, he's, he's gotten that, you know, on that kick. And he's right because the... The productivity, I mean, you can just see it. It's like a, it, it's just a, a, a decline, sometimes rapidly. So how long does he have left? He's pushing 29 already. But will he at this time next year still be a wide receiver one? I mean, and that's the question. Like you framed it, Mike. I could go, I could go either way. Really, I, I, honestly, on that. There's one other part I was going to say. You sound like you want to be a no. Like, you no, guys no, no. Just need well, to nudge from but, me. but that's the thing. We're, we're, we're right there on the edge. But, but Shane, who else? You made the joke about Gabe Davis, but who else? What other wide receivers are even there? Like, who no, else is there? That, that, not much different than what was there last year. I okay. Mean, what was there last year? Cole Beasley and well, the ghost of Emmanuel Sanders. Well, that's so, what I I'm mean, saying. So if they. Gabe get, Davis and no, Khalil Shakir. Well, uh, I mean, Cole Beasley is is gone, and so who they mm. brought in was Jamison Crowder in the slot. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I think Crowder, Crowder can do yeah. some damage. But, Mike, just here's how I was just thinking about it. I'm looking at DK Metcalf, who we said no, <laughs> and I feel like basically he's got an even chance to get in there with Diggs. Uh-huh. And we're saying yes for Diggs. It's kind of okay. almost questioning, questioning it after that because I think Metcalf has a greater chance to be drafted as a wide receiver one than Diggs. And we already booted Metcalf. So right. that's me in my my mind kind of thinking, well, wait, we already kicked him out. So now he's gone. Oh, Diggs no. But wait. The I don't want to do it. But. I don't want to either. But the one thing we can say, why don't we do this? Why don't we put a question mark next to Diggs for a second? Finish the other two guys. Okay. And then when we're yeah. looking. No, just Mm-mm. because. Shane, Wait. Just because there's a handful of guys after that number 12 that we think is going to be in the top 12 next year. And we'll have digs as that wild card spot that if we see somebody down there, we go, oh, yeah, Jeremy, we both got to say digs is out. So just hold off on digs. No, just hold off on him. But he's out. No, no. Just put a question mark. So but we have two other guys. And I know why, Shane, Mike, you know why I'm saving A.J. Brown in Philadelphia for last. Of course I know why he left him for last. So I'm going (laughs) to. I did a whole article on why AJ Brown is going to smash. If you want to read it, I believe it was in Fantasy Data. Check it out. I'm Uh not going to rehash it here. Basically, AJ Brown is an alpha. AJ Brown is a monster. Jalen Hurts isn't as bad as you thought. Jalen Hurts is better this year than he was last year. Spoken like a true fan. The Eagles Eagles. wanted to throw the ball, and they were throwing at the highest clip in the league through the first four weeks last year. So I'm going AJ Brown's in. He's going to be in. (laughs) 
I want to say something, Jeremy. You and I said this all this stuff about Diggs, and we said because we're fans and because we believe that, and you believe, like you said, you believe he's elite. I agree. But but Shane is saying that AJ Brown is elite. He's a monster. Listen, all along <laughs> I knew that he would pick AJ Brown to be in the top twelve, and I don't disagree with him. I mean, he's at six now. I think it's fine. I think he's gonna, um, you know, um, or five, right? One, two, three, four, five, six. He's, he's six. He's, yeah. Yeah. We get, we need to do this differently next time, but. <laughs> he, you know, he's the sixth guy off the board. People love him. I don't see him falling out of the top 12. So this actually became more about us. And, and, and it's kind of what's cool about the exercise. It's about where, where we think other people are going to draft these Correct. Right. more than what we think their you know, points or potential points or whatever is going to be coming off the season. And I there's no way Brown drops off of this list unless he has – just shits the bed this year and the Eagles are terrible and, and Shane doesn't, is it no longer a fan of them? That would be crazy. Um, that kind of stuff. And I don't see that happen. And I agree that Hertz is better for fantasy than people think he is as a quarterback. He's, you know, uh, he, I, I think Brown has to stay on the list, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there are guys down there that I think could outscore him, but we'll see. That's another conversation. All right. Well, I'm going to do this then. Since you both said yes, I'll just say yes as well, mostly because of the fact that he's sitting there at number six right now. And really, I think he's the best player on that team right now. So if yeah. if Hertz is going to be better than what we think, it's going to all be because of A.J. Brown. Um, the reason I'm rushing this is we're already at 50 minutes into it. Ooh. We still have another 12 player to talk about and then who we think is going to repeat uh, or replace. So let's get into that and let's go to the last player, which is Debo Samuel. So Shane. Uh, I am going to say no. Um, I think Debo's season last year was uh, just highly an outlier, um, even for himself. Um, it was a great season. I think the trade, or excuse me, the change to Trey Lance is going to be, it's going to have affect him. And I just think last oh, year was, again, and it's nothing wrong with it. It was the best year we'll, we'll ever see out of him. Um, I expect Brandon Ayuk to have a better season. I expect George Kittle to stay healthy for the first time in his life or first time in a while. And I expect Debo to see a pretty significant drop in scoring um, and less rushing usage. So less rushing touchdowns, less scoring. And I have him falling out of the top 12. Jeremy, and I'm just going to say, Mike, I agree. Um, absolutely. I think Mike McDaniel leaving to go to the Dolphins. I think that we're going to look at Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle instead. I, I think Debo season was definitely an outlier. I like him, but I think he's a perpetual wide receiver too. Is he a running back? Is he a wide receiver? I don't know. Sexy Mike McDaniel would know, but I, I never had a chance to interview him. <laughs> and I will agree with that. All three of us say no, and I will piggyback on what you said about the coach. We we already said it when we talked about Waddle and Tyreek, that the coach coming here can do that. So if the, that would imply that if the coach leaving would make some of that stuff change plus the whole bullshit about i'm holding out i'm not gonna do this and that and whatever so yeah i agree with you i think he'll be out so now that leaves us with five and a question mark so we have five of the top 12 and then a question mark in digs so if five of these guys wow, are gone five. what five are gonna pop in there all right, so I'm going to do the cheat thing because I cheat every. We year. almost have six with digs. We'd have. Well, that's six. what I'm saying. I, oh, I think that's, it's an average wanna, of three or four that, or something. Yeah, like that it's, from it's the average. Past, yeah, four. if I remember last episode when I looked back a couple of years, it was usually <laughs> four to five. I'm okay. going at six. 
And I'm going to go right off the bat. Uh, one of the people being added to this roster, to uh-huh. the top 12 next year, is going to be you wish your roster. the rookie wide receiver one. Yes, I'm cheating. It's whoever the wide receiver of one of the rookie classes will be drafted in the top 12. And, yeah, this, and this was an answer we did, Jeremy. This was an answer we did for all three positions last year. <laughs> You know, so yeah, that that is a good answer, even though it's not a specific player. Now, now, this is how much I think we like this 2023 class, kids. I think we might have two rookie wide receivers drafted in the top 12 next year. Uh, Jackson Smith, um, the Jigba. Thank you. And uh, maybe Keyshawn Keyshawn Boutte or Jordan Addison, depending on who has the monster season, Um, among other guys. There's a ton of good wide receivers. I'm going to say that without naming names, there's going to be at least two wide receivers from next year's rookie class drafted in the top 12. Okay. I don't know. I would say one. I don't. I, go I, don't one? I. I think. I. I think for sure one, one of them. Whoever the best one is, I. I could see that. I. It, two to break into the top twelve, and then the rookie from this class. Three. I mean, that's three already. I, possibly Shane, but I, I'd say our best guess would be one. I. I'm gonna agree with you with the one, but that also means, like you just said, are we automatically putting Drake London? In this, no, no, he's saying, uh, uh, he's saying right now, Drake London, Traylon Burks, Garrett Wilson, uh, other wide receivers from this class, this 2022 class, rookies, one of them will be vaulted up. No, 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 he, no, 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 he's talking about all three of those guys. No, 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 I'm saying from the 23 class, he's saying from the rookies that we draft next year in April that whoever the number one of those guys is going to be in this thing. But I was talking about what you just said, Jeremy. You said that I thought you just said that one of these guys you think is going to be the rookie number one from this year. I thought that's what you just said. I, I said that of from the 2023 class because we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves, but right. um, one instead of two players. But what Shane had already said, one of Garrett Wilson, Traylon Burks, Drake London, at least one of those guys is definitely going to be in the top 12. No, 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 no. I was I was referring to the 2023 class. Right. Oh, okay. He wasn't. So that's why I was saying it to you. I thought you're the well, one who said that. So the guys you have highlighted, you think all three of them are going to be in the top twelve? No, no, no. So those are just those are just rookies right. for this year. I was That's the highest. Okay. okay, so wait, we've confused everybody, including ourselves. Yes. So at the, at this point right now, Shane is talking about in the rookie draft in April of next year, the twenty twenty three rookie right. draft. Whoever the one, number one two. wide receiver, right? And he thinks at least the number one one. I agree yes. with you, Jeremy. I don't think the number two one will because we only have five spots here. Do you? Do you think any of the rookies that were drafted in this year's rookie draft, in 2022's rookie draft, are any of those guys going to take one of these five spots? Yes. Which one? Now, which one? I, I don't know which one, but okay. like Shane said for 2023, uh, he thinks okay. Drake London, I think I Garrett think, Wilson. Yeah, I think Drake London and Garrett Wilson can uh, okay. jump into so, the top 12. So we think that it's really highly possible that rookies from this class, there were a lot of wide receivers can sneak into this um, when we're kicking six guys out. Yeah, absolutely. I do. 
okay. a couple. But so, then we have to talk about the other guys like, like Deontay Johnson, Michael Pittman, Terry McLaurin, you know. Exactly. I mean, there's a lot of guys. Marquise Brown. I mean, all of a sudden you're looking at like we're talking about six, seven, eight guys. Just well, okay. I, yeah, I can't see Deontay Johnson because he's never going to have a season better than he just had. So there's no way Probably. he's moving up. Um so I'm just going to move down the list. So just so far, we, 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 we look, I'm just saying, so we, we took six people off. I'm kicking digs out. He's gone. Just see it. Um, making the executive decision. Um, yeah, whatever. Who we've added so far is the 2023 rookie wide receiver one. Right. Uh, uh, I, I think we agreed. So five more to fill. Let's go. Great London and Garrett Wilson. We both believe could be will be drafted in the top twelve. Next I year. think a couple of the receivers from this class. I don't know if it'll be those two guys. Right. We got to pick a name. We got to pick a name. Wilson. That's the game. And I get you that that's the one. game. I get and that's the game. London, it's hard. Let, wait, let's do this. Skip that for a second and go with the established exactly. ones. Jeremy has already said Pittman. I agree with Jeremy about Pittman. I think Pittman will make it into that top twelve as well. Um, Shane, do you agree with that about Pittman or no? Uh, Michael Pittman. Yeah, I can see that. I can see, uh, what's his name? Matt Ryan hyper targeting him and then us going, well, he's going to get better quarterback play too at some point. So I like Michael Pittman. He's definitely a guy I think he'd be in the top 12 next year. Okay. Jeremy, let's put him down of the other established guys, not rookies, but guys that have played at least one or two years. Do you see another one on that list? Well, well, Pittman was, you know, the, the, the one that jumped off the page at me. Um, it, there's older receivers, rookie receivers. We've got that covered. I think it's possible. I really think it's possible for a guy like Godwin to, to get back in there. I, I think he's a, a supremely talented wide receiver. I think he offers it all. I also don't. I also think Metcalf is going to be on that list too, but that's another story. So I think Godwin um, could do it. McLaurin, they're both about the same age. I think those two guys. Um, with the volume that they command, but uh, you know, which one, like, I don't know that both of them is going to get in there are going to get in there with the kind of players we're talking about, but certainly both of them could. All right. I vote no on, uh, McLaurin mostly because he's, uh, because of Carson Wentz. Just well, say it. It'll be 28. Carson Wentz. He's got <laughs> Carson Wentz. The quarterback situation is tenuous. Just, the quarterback dancing situation around is the real- tenuous. And he hasn't actually shown that he didn't take that next step yet. Like he's been, he's been good. I won't say. Well, his first step was pretty good. So next step. Well, the next step is being elite. We made it. Lots of players are good. We need players to be elite. And I don't think he's elite. We're we're having a debate about nothing, but I think it's funny because you know that it's Carson Wentz that's holding you back. We made it 57 minutes. We made it 57 minutes before you said, Jeremy. Shane is funny, dude. I love this conversation. I agree with what you said. I think Godwin is a guy that I I think he he's a guy that could sneak in there based on a lot of things. And maybe Tom Brady not being there would be a good one, but he's there this season, so it's tough to say. I want to say that's your team. That's Mike's team. And I want to say that this game is based on who people are going to draft next year at this time. And I think that people at this time next year are going to be those people saying, well, Brady's gone. What do we got? Kyle Trask or whoever quarterback they draft in the room. So I do think it's possible that Chris Godwin is not drafted in the top 12 next year based on how that team what that team's going to look like. 
now so I have Shane, to agree with think? Jeremy because I, I will put Godwin in. I think he's going to come back from his ACL and tear it up in the second half. But I'm not year. talking about him him ending the year with amazing numbers. Just, I'm talking about I, him next year. People looking at him in July and saying, who's his quarterback? Yeah, uh, I, I understand. You know. I understand, but I think I think the community uh, is somewhat smart enough to understand that elite <laughs> players. What I think they, I like how it, that means that somebody who doesn't agree, which is me, is not smart. No, I'm saying I think the community <laughs> in, in general is discerning enough to go. This is an elite per- player. It doesn't matter who his quarterback is going to be because generally that's not going to affect. That's not going to be the. If you're an elite player, you're going to be an elite player with or without an elite quarterback. That's all. And the funny thing is about all of this is that we're dropping down the list, sitting there, staring us in the face at number 13 right now. This current ADP uh-huh. is DJ Moore, and we none of us has mentioned him. I got jumping. No, in. and well, DJ Moore fatigue. Uh, I can't put him in anymore. I know. I'm, I'm not going to either, dude. I and you sat here. So you're saying that somebody like Tyreek Hill's not elite. DK Metcalf Calf is not elite. Um, Devontae no, Adams are not elite. Just, you just said. No. You just That's said that, that Chris Godwin. No, you're taking something that I said and extrapolating it and adding it to something else that I didn't talk about. Adams Devontae was the Adams and the Raiders. He, yeah, he, dude. He loves okay. Adam. Right, Adam so, had to yeah, you know Adam. If Adams, I'll tell you right now. If Adams was still tied to Aaron Rodgers for two more seasons, I leave him in the top. Okay, yeah, but I do too. but you Mike said that too. Godwin is elite. It doesn't matter his quarterback. So is DK it's, Metcalf not elite? DK Metcalf is elite, but it, sometimes your quarterback play is just so awful. Oh, okay, that offense, but that's my point. Well, I don't. At you least know Godwin has Here's Brady. Thing, right? <laughs> I mean, but he won't next year. As much as I like true, DK, true. he hasn't actually shown that he was elite, right? What he showed, what he showed was, is that he had so much like Terry McLaurin. He had a really, really good season, right? And you're waiting, you expected okay. him to take the next step, and he didn't. Godwin has taken that next step at one point. We, okay, we've seen it. Yeah, and then Adams. Trust me, if Adams, Adams, it's more just the situation and the quarterback play. Okay. Uh, you know what I mean? He goes from he goes from Green Bay where he was seeing a 30% target share on maybe not the highest passing volume offense, but he was still seeing 160 100 and so targets. It's possible he only sees 130 targets in, in Excuse me. Oakland. Or Las Vegas, wherever they play. <laughs> you said it too. Right. That's funny. And, yes, so, and so listen, I was only jumping on the words that you said when you said it didn't matter who his quarterback is going to be. He's a le- it elite. That's all I was saying. All right. So, all can, right, we, so can we add – let's pick one of these rookies. Is it Drake London, Traylon Burks, or Garrett Wilson? I think Drake London will be drafted in the top 12. I can't see him getting less than 150 targets in his rookie season. Ah. And then we're going to hear about how great his rookie year was at the age of 21. I agree uh, with Drake I, I, London too. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy still doesn't want to put him in there. It doesn't matter. He's outvoted. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say anything. I I don't know which of these rookies. I mean, volume wise, he he probably could. And I and I actually think that um, that that their uh, you know rookie quarterback can pull, can can get some things going too. I I am not as down on him as a lot of people are. Um, I, you know, I, I don't see Mariota there, so I'm fine with you saying that. And here's the thing: 
I think Garrett Wilson is the best wide receiver in this class, but I am not a Jets fan. I think they mess so many things up. It's hard for me to get behind anyone there and prop them up. Um, we'll see how this year goes. So um, I, I think if not London, that Wilson could be that guy. Like since we're voting in team and, you know, the majority rules, I think he's the guy that I have, depending on how well his season goes, that he could jump into the top 12. Certainly talented enough to do it, but the Jets man and the quarterback, there's just so many question marks. It would have been so awesome if he went to Atlanta, to be honest with you. <laughs> All right. Let me say this. We are over an hour now. We have two. Right. No, no, but I'm saying we have two spots left. There's nobody jumping it. out to us going, oh, my God, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. So what I'm going to go back to is the question mark we had on Diggs. So go ahead. Fill the next spot. Spot, and then we have that last spot, uh, and it's all going to wrap it. in. So go ahead. I'm going to I'm going to put Marquise Hollywood Brown in there, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. You possibly. agree, Jeremy? De- definitely possible. <laughs> and uh, no, really. And, and and honestly, even though Amari Cooper hasn't done anything in a long time um, with Deshaun Watson, he could be right there on the fringe. But I wouldn't vote him into the top twelve. I, I'd say he'd finish. It's possible he finishes as like 13 and i think that is possible if watson is his quarterback i'm fine with brown with kyler murray in arizona and look that's a big jump he's going from 24 to 12 like an entire round of drafting up to replace tyree kill if you will to get in there okay so i agree with you that's a huge jump that's a huge jump but i'm looking at this list and i'm not seeing anybody that's like giant red flag flashing in my Not eyes saying this guy this no. guy this guy so we're yeah. back to the question and we wrap it all up with stefan diggs being a question mark so who's, yeah, who's left? knocking metcalf and diggs out exactly, exactly. So, who's left well, on there that's gonna push well, metcalf well, we tyreek and diggs five guys right yeah so we're where do you have five guys diggs right. would be the sixth me for exactly me, be garrett wilson but you guys don't agree with me so i guess we're gonna be forced to leave diggs in here against my will and and against it's fine but i'm just saying look at that list shane look at it I look did. at it really garrett hard. wilson how many times do i have right, to say i understand you wilson. but i don't think it's gonna be garrett wilson and 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 jeremy doesn't so is there anybody else no there's not right there's nobody else on this list from dj moore down to Marquise Brown. Not that we're going to get a consensus on that. No, right. there's nobody. It, it's possible any one of those guys. It could be somebody way down the list. It could be. F- it could be Christian Kirk for crying out loud. Yeah. It's not going to be, but it could be. It so could be. It could be. Leave, yeah. So we're forced to leave <laughs> Stefan Diggs in. And, uh, <laughs> I just want to say there is one player that I do see a lot of people getting all excited about. They all get excited about that Amon Ray St. Brown. You know, I know Amon there's Ross, a, St. Brown. Yeah, Amon yeah, Ross, St. There's a lot of movement with that guy. Also, Cortland Sutton, Sutton, who's been sitting around. People wanted him to be something he never did. I'm just saying, I'm going, I'm looking at this and going by some of the things that people have been talking about. Obviously, it doesn't matter in ADPs still down there at number 32. But that's what I'm saying. I'm looking at this list and I don't really see anybody really jumping out. It's not going to be Elijah Moore. I'm sorry. I love him. It's not going to be Elijah Moore. It's probably not going to be Rashad Bateman on that offense. Terry McLaurin has as great a shot as any of the guys we've already talked about uh, of the guys that are in the top 24 to make that uh, leap and in that list just based on how um, wide open he always is. I don't know, but I'm like, really <laughs> like 
the list we have is good, and yeah. I think Garrett Wilson could sneak in, but I think that'd be a with our, with the rookies. I think it's like a year too early, but you see what happened with Jamar Chase. Like yeah. people, people were on him last year in the top twelve already. So all right, okay, so before we wrap this recap. up, wait before uh, you recap. I recap. I know you do, and I wanted to wrap this up, but I want to ask you, Shane, because Jeremy and I agreed. Is there any of the other five guys that we said is gone? Do you like any of those guys better than Stefan Diggs? If not, then we'll seal it. But I'm just wondering, um, any of the five guys we were kicking out, do you like any of them better? I mean, D- DK is the one because I'm Same. such a whore for him. Same. Um, no, I mean, it's it's Thanks. the age. It's everything about the yeah. guy. It's how people perceive him. It's the age of Diggs. So guess I like what? Diggs better, but I think Metcalf, of the guys in the top 12 on this list, it stands to reason Metcalf remains on it next year over Diggs. Everything we've already talked about being right. you know, in that mix to me, he Diggs seems like he would fall out before Metcalf. I, I don't know if I'm right. We got Diggs out, and we voted Metcalf back in. So, I'm so at the last minute, I ended up <laughs> knocking him out, anyways. But that's what I wanted to ask. It's the only thing. It's the only thing that makes sense is to look at what the other yes. guys were kicking Metcalf. out. So I think right. this was great. I think it was a lot of fun. I, 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 you know, we we agreed mostly on most stuff. But what we need to do, like you said, Shane, is post this on our Patreon so that we will be able to look at it next year and say we don't know where it is we can't say we don't know where it is but tell everybody about what our patreon actually is oh well it's our patreon account right you join the patreon you get bonus podcasts uncensored podcasts you get written uh, documents yeah written content (laughs) you get the group me chat you get the the pick our brains uh on well basically whatever you feel like it uh free annual membership to johnsonly.com koozies stickers went out to everyone this week some t-shirts went out to some of our high-end clientele Uh, i was wearing mine (laughs) yesterday so uh yeah, become a patron. It's better than not being a patron. Bitch. Absolutely. Awesome. And Jeremy, like you mentioned earlier in the show, unfortunately you weren't with us last week, but I was actually wearing the HQ Crew sh- shirt during the show, and I saw during the week a lot of people in our group me chat, people were saying, oh, I got my shirt, I got my shirt. So what is that Good. shirt that everybody was talking about, Jeremy? You were the one who was responsible for it. So what was that shirt? HQ crew shirt, um, you know, black shirt with our logo on it. Super nice. Uh, Viridian global, uh, made that for us guys out of Canada. Um, Dan made graphics works for them. He's a guy that did our graphic for HQ crew and so many other things. Um, my kids hockey team logo on, on a couple jerseys he's already done. Um, so many things like he's done the dynasty football radio, you know, project I do, um, for in season, just all kinds of stuff. He, he works for Viridian, Viridian global, but everybody kind of knows them as t-shirt makers or, um, you know, um, all kinds more than just t-shirts. Sorry guys. But, um, they do all kinds of, uh, cool things made to order for folks in the fantasy industry. And, um, they did a knockout awesome job on those T-shirts. Um, they're the the real – I mean, let's get real, guys. They're athletic fitting, which is why I thought mine, my large fit a little tight. I should have got an extra large. It's only because my belly is bigger than it used to be and everything else is kind of – so, like, you know, I don't have that athletic build at all. Uh, but the shirts are super soft, stretchy cotton blend. They're they're nice. Yeah, I love the shirt, and it was kind of tight on me too. But I love that the logo takes up like the whole shirt. It's really cool. And, yeah, we and, made it big, really big. Yeah, and Dan is awesome. Dan did my logo for Pop Culture Blitz. Also, I love what he did and That's how right. he did how he designed it for me. So Dan's a great guy. If you need something, go check him out. Uh, Dan made great graphics. Um, but hey. 
Thanks for listening. Go check us out on Dynasty. Oh God, check us out on iTunes at Dynasty Trades HQ. Check us out on Twitter at Dynasty Trades HQ. Check us out on YouTube at Dynasty Trades HQ. Um, listen, it was a lot of fun. We're getting closer and closer to the Fantasy Football Expo. We're all going to be there. We're going to be wearing our shirts. Hopefully, our crew is going to be wearing the shirts too. And uh, we got some big things coming Absolutely. up. And this was fun with the wide receivers. Next up is the running backs. And yes. just like this one, we don't have the list from last year. So we'll be starting from scratch. So scratch. <laughs> look at Shane's face. So say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Say goodbye, Shane. Thanks. <laughs> goodbye, Shane. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I like your face when I said we, we yeah. look at him. He's looking at his kids like, uh, 